Hello and welcome to Hey Art, What's Good? We are a podcast based in the northeast of England where I like to go around and see what's good with the art up here. My name is Alice. My name is Rosie. And we have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Michaela Weatherall um, and I'm a curator based in the northeast of England. Yeah, <laughs> we've had Michaela on, I was going to say a few times. Is it just once? We've definitely had you on the podcast at least once. Yeah, and then we did that live one. Oh, yes. Where I got a bit ranty. <laughs> it was great. We love it. Don't worry. Um, something I like to do on the podcast, Michaela, is we like to kind of check in and see what's good with each other or if any like cool, good things have happened recently that we want to talk about. Uh, my good thing is my whole day today. So today, the 10th of October, I think. Yes. Um, uh, had a, like a nice little culture day early afternoon in town so i went along to vane gallery because i have a new exhibition that's just opened which was pretty cool nice. uh, by an artist called helen shell and it's kind of like cool like um you know them optical illusion things where you look at it or if you move your head and something that kind of looks like it's moving it's kind of yeah. like that love it um pretty cool and then we went to the lang because we love the lang and like all the chris killip photographs of like the shipbuilding and the time is uh is all back so Good that a lot day oh. felt safe and secure. I'm so jealous. I know. I'm, I'm gonna have good. to. I would love to take my granddad to see the Chris Killip. Oh, stuff might do that. Yeah, it feels like dads and granddads would appreciate that show. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and they're people who can be quite resistant to going to our galleries with people. So yes, let's make it happen, people. <laughs> yeah, amazing, Michaela. Hello. What's good with you? Uh, mine is. Um, so I haven't really been anywhere <laughs> for <laughs> a very long time. <laughs> Safe. But my good thing is I've just finished a book and it was my first book I've finished in lockdown. Because mm. um, I don't know about you, Rosie, being dyslexic, I'm a terrible reader. Absolutely oh, terrible. yeah. Like, it's exhausting. I will open a book and fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, like, before bed activity, but you never finish the book. No. So, oh, <laughs> and like it's hard to pick up a book during the day because then I will need a nap. Yeah, so <laughs> I will be reading it and be like, nutty dogs, just. <laughs> but I'm really but... ambitious. Like I'll always start books, so I've read the first few chapters of like every book I own. Yeah, but never finish them. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, oh, I'll try this like classic, like War and Peace, and then you're oh, like, God. Nah. <laughs> you're ambitious. Oh, that's God. never gonna happen. <laughs> that's such a big book as well. <laughs> I'll stick with like this little one here. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, it was a book called The Lady from the Black Lagoon. Ooh. And oh. it's about this makeup artist um, called Millicent Patrick. And she created the the concept in it for the Creature of the Black Lagoon. If you know that film, it's like a 1950s old mm. horror film classic. Um, and she basically got... Um, her history of it got just taken away, erased. The guy who owned the, the makeup department was like, nah, it's not her creation, it's mine, I'm the boss. And she basically got erased from history. Oh my so God. This, so this writer um, who work, who's a, a producer of loads of horror films and that, she found the story and did a research and it's just a beautiful book. It's all about old school Hollywood, which I oh. absolutely love. It's about how a lot like a lot of women's stories have just been completely erased and she was like a very you know privileged white beautiful woman and even her mm -hmm. story so imagine how many other stories are out there 
Mm-hmm. But what I really loved about it was it it was like the writer was talking to us like we're talking now. Oh, it, it just had that. that lovely feel and it talks about her life and she has little notes at the bottom and, and it was just it's just a really wonderful book. So yeah, that's my pick. Oh, so cool. Oh. What a glowing recommendation. I want to read that after hearing you talk about it like that. So good endorsement. Yeah. It's it's it was a really I was like and I cried at the end. I was like, oh, so beautiful. Oh. I'm a wimp, so <laughs> no, there's nothing like as therapeutic as crying at a book. Yeah, that's proper therapy. <laughs> what about you, Rosie? What's good with you? Ooh, what's good with me is very in keeping with this episode, and it's that I've got a solo show on right Woo! now at Pink Collar Pink Collar Gallery. So life is good. That was one of my like big goals. I really did want to do it by 2020 as well, but like, kind of 2020 was a write off, really. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank it's you. already in the past tense. It's yeah. gone. <laughs> like it it was never it was like we're never here, we were never there, but it's all trauma. <laughs> it wasn't a time. It was a something we're gonna like reflect on in therapy. It's like uh, Voldemort's yeah. name. You don't see it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Straight from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. Um so I wanna thank Michaela for giving me this opportunity. And <laughs> I also kind of love that it's like one of the best good things of this whole big good thing is that it's online. So all of my friends, like long distant friends, like I've got, we've got pals in like America and Australia and like Aww. just across the world. And like, they're actually going to be able to like go to my show in a sense, yeah. which is so nice. So that's, I think, if I had to choose, like, that's one of the best qualities of this whole weird circumstance. Yeah. Because it was going to be originally um, somehow work together and do something like, and I had in my head, which I might still do. I think it's um, on the cards. (laughs) Doing some sort of, like, inner forest with matches and mental health. And that's what I had in my head. Yeah. And then this is obviously just because of this you know the year that shall not be named <laughs> yes <laughs> the number we shall never say again never ever <laughs> oh well well let's let's have a talk about this i feel so <laughs> first we should all collectively learn what is pink collar gallery michaela how did that come about so because of this lockdown mess i was like how the hell does a curator be a curator when you can't go to a gallery <laughs> very good question so and like both my works um were not on like couldn't go anywhere and I was just like it's taken me quite a long time as it takes a lot of creatives to get to the position where this is my job like I don't have a part-time job this is my bread and butter mm-hmm. and I was not gonna let that <laughs> yeah stand in the way of this too year. damn hard to get yeah. where you are to let it go yeah, definitely. So I was like, right, we'll we'll do something online. I luckily got some funding um to help me like set it up and you know, like just give you time to research instead of being like, Oh my god, like how am I gonna pay for all this stuff? And, yeah. And mm-hmm. um I've always wanted to have my gallery. I think a lot of curators do wanna have their own space, but I'm thinking like five, ten years down the line, you know, like I 
I don't know not I don't know how to rent a building I don't know how to do all that so I thought this was a mm. nice start to have my vision as a curator into a gallery um so yeah. that's how I came up with the um, pink color gallery and the name was the hardest part because I am terrible <laughs> terrible at titles I, I, I love the name what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> well thank you but I'm just I'm always like because I did one called craft and it's literally called craft because I couldn't think of another name yeah <laughs> so it was just like it's about craft that's the title um, done and done <laughs> yeah so I was kind of researching so the gallery like my practice is about underrepresentation of women working with people who you know talk about the working class backgrounds being that we're from the northeast of England um and just people who stories and that that are kind of not really talked about a lot so I was googling around and um I can't even remember how I come come up with it but I was looking at you know like blue collar jobs white collar jobs and oh, it said yeah. pink pink collar jobs and it was like beauty jobs like with like women's work yeah in quotation marks like working in like beauty industries or retail and that and I was like that's so sexist yep <laughs> so that is oh, yeah. like and and uh so that's kind of how it, it, the the title came along with it so hopefully one day it'll be a proper thing in the world Ooh. so I'm imagining like like maybe it's a kind of white building or something but with really nice bright pink doors to let you in or something like that like in the future oh yeah Pink neon yeah. lights, maybe. That's totally stolen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come in and we'll help. I love interior design. I'm gonna be there for you, my friend. That's so, so I'll help you paint. That's the the dream of it, hopefully. But at the minute, it's an online space um, where we. I say we. It's me. <laughs> we the team um, started in. September was it I think maybe August August so mm. I've had a show um with an artist called Kevin Howard who's a photographer mm-hmm. um it was all about lockdown and he documented just when the lockdown happened and just when the lockdown was finished wow. it was kind of more about like the environment of the place and how just how this crazy mess is happening um and then mm. Rosie's show so we're brand, brand brand new. How's it been um, transitioning to like an online platform? Because obviously you've done your like Thought Foundation Digital. You kind of helped curate that. Well, you did curate that, I imagine. And yeah. like, but there was a physical space for you to like actually do stuff in. So how has it been like strictly digital? Um, I think me and um, especially me and Rosie, we I remember before we were seeing because when I was on the last time, I think it was just. Right at the beginning of lockdown, I think it was in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were just like, "Oh, online spaces wouldn't be a bit naff." And <laughs> I think that is the problem. Like sometimes it it can look really janky. Um, mm. so it was just kind of getting across and and making it look special. Yeah. So without and it's hard because you don't want to just like click, click, click like images, mm-hmm. you know, going through. It, Sometimes that might work for it, but just to make it a little bit more interesting like, that someone actually yeah. wants to look at it. And I, I don't think the they are a perfect, perfect, it's not perfect space. I'm very not I'm not that good with technology <laughs> um at all. 
So who is? I'm sorry, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's like our. I know I'm a bit older than you guys, but it's like our my generation that like um. So I'm 31 now, and we kind of just just missed, you know, like. It was MySpace and that when we were growing up, we didn't have the phones and all that stuff. I sound like an old, old lady. <laughs> we didn't have the phones with the internet on it. And so it was just like, it just totally missed us, I think. Anyway, mm. and I just, I've just grown up and like my partner, Stephen's just like, how do you not know how to do this? Like, I'm just, I'm terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> So that it has its limits, but um, it's definitely not a challenge, but it's it's been fun to kind of how to curate differently on an online setting. I think you've stepped up to the challenge. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it gives you the opportunity to, like, do some more things. Like, with Rosie's show that we've got on, we've got some animations and stuff, which, like, I guess you can have, like, a projector or, like, a TV or something, like, in the physical space. But, like, it just seems like a bit more casual like on an online thing it's like oh look he has an animation and can continue scrolling scrolling to look at some more art and then to read some text and then oh here's another animation and to have um the the voice mm-hmm. um notes because every bit of text on your website has a voice note to accompany it which is great wonderfully accessible but like you don't really have that in galleries yeah. like it's all either text or nothing or go google it and find out some more <laughs> later if you want to so like you've just got it all just there straight off the bat yeah. it's great i think there's one thing i want to i probably will add i should do it anyway is all the the youtube the videos i'm not sure mm. how to do it but to have the text on the bottom of then or maybe a link oh like so, subtitles yeah so people can because it's so like Ooh. it's so easy to do and i i can do that for you if you want i'll happily do that for free okay, thank you <laughs> it's just to make it as as excess ex, as you said as a six how do you say that word accessible accessible (laughs) (laughs) to um, everyone and you know it's online so yep that it's free amazing well why don't we talk about um the show that's on right now rosie what's it called (laughs) it's called burnout and it's on from the 8th of october which was a couple of days ago till the 18th of december yeah i think that's ages yeah which i'm really excited about and it is my first ever solo show. Yay. Yay! It's awesome. And it's a bit overwhelming to talk about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's nice is that other people have got involved and I feel like this is going to help me kind of reflect on the project because I started it in the beginning of 2019, like literally January fifth I think of 2019 is when I did my first burnout drawing and it was Mm -hmm. actually inspired by an article Alice sent me about burnout because I didn't know what it was until then and 2018 was like the best year of my life ever it was great well I think there's been a couple of good years since then actually but memorable yeah it was a it was a good one I did like a lot of things I started this podcast for example and just like doing my thing right (laughs) but I didn't have very good working habits and just my mental health suffered so I was really struggling with that but also with this like I didn't feel like a failure or anything like I felt really successful but then I felt like I was letting myself down because I had all these like negative feelings and like I just felt really like just exhausted honestly so in literally like 
I had this realization like while I was going through this show and listening to other people's input I realized that the like so these drawings are all like black and white and really simple and I realize now that after listening to a lot of people's accounts of their experiences with burnout and how art and mental health are so linked I realized that one of my big signs that I'm not very well because I suffer from like anxiety sometimes that leads to low mood not very often and I'm medicated for it um and when I'm really ill I don't do any art and that's the key like that's one of the signs for me so like when I've got like when I'm depressed I just I'm can't be bothered no way but when I'm anxious I'm like just doing all these other things like oh I'll do the art later it's fine so (laughs) the reason that these drawings are so like stripped back is to make it easy like Mm -hmm. I literally just realized that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like this show is like helping me like reflect on what I'm actually doing. But they're such like simplistic drawings. I could do really fast, really easily with any medium on any surface. And like, and it's enabled me to do this whole project for like a year and a half, more than that, like almost like coming on two years. And it's been a real like backbone of my life in a lot of ways like to have this project like running in the background so I'm just happy to share it with everyone now <laughs> yeah and hopefully like, mediums you've got you've got all sorts oh yeah like <laughs> you've you've got like paper and pen you've got paintings you've got sketches and behind you on this video call you've got a geek big like <laughs> no, wooden sculpture of a match, like, <laughs> and you've got animations you've got it all yeah, like it's a fun because the design's so simple. I can just like do it any like yeah, like with anything and it's been a good excuse to like practice. Like I'm a very much a mixed media artist cuz like why pick one thing when you could do loads of fun things? <laughs> right? So jack of all trades maybe, but <laughs> fucking love it, mate. <laughs> so like it's helped me like I learn how to animate over lockdown and that was was one of my like big things I wanted to learn how to do and that's and it was kind of because of burnout because I had this base design that I could just like apply to anything and like and then now I know how to do it I'm like dabbling in some other animations and getting it's like I don't know it's like if this is a big like enabler this project (laughs) perfect um so Michaela how like did you approach curating to this like I imagine again different to curating like a physical thing when you've got all the physical pieces like how did you kind of think in a methodology like translate to the online show because you were saying you didn't want to have to like click through to like look at stuff so it's like one really nice long web page that you can just keep on kind of moving down yeah I am I wanted that to make it a bit interesting um I was Tottenham Rosie before I ideally wanted the ma- matches you could click it and the audio would come out the matches so it's like people's individual stories oh. but they're all just video clips that's that really just because of my <laughs> abilities of what I could do with the site and <laughs> you know as I'm an old lady as I just said <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and I wanted I wanted to be like sort of like never-ending so you keep scrolling and scrolling mm. and scrolling and in it, there's a little red match where you can click on the red match and it takes you to another page. And then that, like, keeps scrolling and scrolling. And it's just about how, like, 
the message of the project of just there's so many people and this like when you're all accumulate together you can kind of see the problem um mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to get that feel with the scrolling kind of technique oh and the stories amazing. it comes across um they I really wanted voices I wanted people to know that especially in the arts um that were not alone and I think every single one I listened to I was like I feel like that is the same way mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. nice for people to click on them and some of them are short some of them are long some of them like what Rosie's Rosie's post on it was absolutely beautiful oh. and um it's just to be like oh my god that's how I feel like I'm not alone <laughs> and that was kind of the point of the project of well for me to have the both connected together the voices and the art of just like this is hot. like people think because you work in the arts and like you know like I've got my dream job you're so lucky why do you complain like you shouldn't complain <laughs> you know you're not working in a dead-end job and it's like because you you gotta always keep going and you've mm-hmm. got to keep if you don't you don't work you don't get money yeah. you know these things are important and I am stupidly lucky that I get to do this every day and I I love doing it but you got to apply like a lot of freelancers you know you got to do your own tax stuff I haven't got a clue how to do that <laughs> like, that's scary very scary and I'm just like how how do you do it like one month you can get a couple of like a couple of grand and you're like oh like proper proper peer and then the next <laughs> month you get like 100 quid or nothing like yeah it's that kind of it's it it's hard to keep going all the time and mm-hmm. I think this project can be like you can chill don't yeah. worry we all go through it. everyone gets I've had people for being a, on the curator side message even me and just being like well I I didn't get into this like that's sh- that's shite and I'm like well we've all been rejected like mm-hmm. it's Big part of it part of it a massive part of it you know how many jobs I've never got like I don't like <laughs> so many jobs are just like having this experience and you don't even get an interview like yeah, yeah. It and it takes and so it can much take time. hours to apply sometimes yeah. it takes yeah. so long take it's up your whole week to apply for one job and you get an out back not even like a thanks no thanks mm-hmm. yeah and I and totally then, get it people are busy it's a big you know like god knows how many application forms but you know when you feel a bit like attacked <laughs> yeah and then I think like it goes like even deeper than that as well that like as a creative person who like does creative things there's this constant like self-assessment and like self-criticism like you've always mm-hmm. got to like be like reflecting on what you've done and how you're going to improve next time and that's so tiring so like just the act of finding the things to apply to and then actually applying and then getting the guts to send it off Mm -hmm. then to be rejected like you've already kind of criticized yourself and been in like a really weird headspace trying to be this like professional art person (laughs) and like and I don't know it's just the whole thing is just like absolutely shattering but like even doing like a creative thing like when I'm drawing I have to be critical of myself that like there's always that little niggle and it's really easy for that to get out of control yeah definitely so interesting link between 
mental well-being and art because at the same time it's like like I was saying before like art's like my savior but then puts me it's do you know what I think of a lot I think of that Homer Simpson quote where he's like beer the cause of and solution to all of life's problems I'm like that's me and art (laughs) yeah I I think I really wanted to do this with you really because I think it's such a clear simple but also very complex because it's about mental health um project and to have the voices in that it's everyone's like well do art for your health it helps your well-being oh it's great <laughs> like oh you're in lockdown and you and you, you've got now to do you know you watch films draw and it's always like what about the people who who are on the other end of that mm-hmm. who like especially with it and, and all my shows have kind of got that lockdown feel because obviously mm-hmm. we're in it so the, the the two shows I've done is 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 it's, it's there, yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine like I've been incre- like as I said before, incredibly lucky. Like I have not had, I've been getting work still, you know. Like I've I've had brilliant um, employees, like Thought Foundation, who have supported us. My other job, um, Platform Air Gallery, totally supporting us, keeping us in a job. I still have a job, like mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't and I think it's like it's just it's just a horrible time and god knows this is just the start of it like god knows what's gonna happen in the arts yeah so in the I think arts specifically yeah 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 definitely and because that's my it's my world like this yeah. art world <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's been devastating not being able to see everyone and go to things and and it might seem like a very self-centered um universe of mine which probably says but it's real fun (laughs) (laughs) and it's like this is the paradox when you're like in the arts quote unquote in the arts I don't like I know that mean that can mean loads of things but like it's this is I think for me was a big cause of like my like emotional mental burnout was that like art is so much fun and I love it and I literally can't imagine my life without it and I've done it for as long as I can remember, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also the cause of the things that make me stressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've said this to people before and I don't mind going on record and saying this. It's like honest to God choosing, like should I do a nine till five and just be really depressed or should I follow my dreams and be an artist and be like hella anxious? It's like, yeah. I'm going to be ill either way. So I just got to choose which one. <laughs> choose which flavor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've gone for anxiety. I think it's spicier. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I would I would say like, you know, a big message also like the last couple of months is about like privilege and checking yourself. Ma- massively privileged. Hugely. I have only been able to do this by having part-time jobs but because mm-hmm. I could live with my mum and dad my partner can help me out you know if, if anything goes tits up I'll be fine yeah I've got safety mm. nets I've got safety nets a lot of people don't have nothing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I never want to be like oh pay me because it's never like that and I think <laughs> but then again with mental health I think people think like that and you've got to yeah. talk about it because yeah. if you don't you just get absolutely swallowed up and it's not fair yeah agreed can kind of spiral a bit I think that's like in the the nature of the drawings as well that like my 
the drawings I prefer are like the if you go into the secret exhibition and you see like <laughs> that's like the constant scrolling and that is one long drawing that I did specifically for this show and I love it and I love that it got its own thing <laughs> um but it's almost like it's like almost like it represents these like not, like these little thought patterns these like toxic thoughts that come in mm-hmm. and one thought doesn't do much harm but if you think if if they're niggling if they're sneaking in like all the time just these little things like chipping away at you Mm -hmm. like that's that is ultimately what's gonna get you down like your Achilles heel Mm -hmm. so I think it's like it's important to like so you look at the bigger picture you look at this huge composition of matches and it's one big thing but also it's they are individual matches and it's like you've got to pay attention each one and you know it's that whole thing of like if one was missing, it would be incomplete. So it's that balance between it's all about balance. It's like the balance between like self-reflection, looking in on the match and like being like, you know, understanding that your feelings are real and your feelings are valid and all that, and that's okay. But then also being aware of the bigger picture. That's that's the key. Like to have that balance of like acknowledge, like it's so important to acknowledge your feelings. And you know, it's like Michaela, you're you're saying having kind of it sounds like you've got this like guilt because life's hard right and that's like life is fucking hard especially now (laughs) um but like to have there's this guilt of like oh but I'm I'm in the arts and I'm doing what I love and I'm doing what I want to do and it's like it's really hard I think to kind of find the balance in both of those things because it's like you got to stay humble but also like be happy like you know like it's hard to like just I find it really hard to just like take a minute and like actually enjoy like the fruits of my labor <laughs> you know what I mean and I yeah. think that that's been the key for me like what's the point in doing all this stuff if you can't enjoy it because it's so much fun art is really good fun or the thing that drives whatever drives you it's so much fun so like that should be the focus but I think like we just get so caught up in like consumer capitalism and lockdown and like oppressive Tory governments and things so Mm. like not to be like too political or anything but yeah it's just it's really it's hard to like remember what you're doing it for Mm -hmm. it's like allowing yourself to be like no actually like this can be fun and I started it because it was fun so like you get the opportunity to like take a step back like right why isn't it what can I do Spawn. And then it's like, yeah, just a like kind of uh, a moment for some reflection. It's always good, always valuable. Yeah, that's why I love, like, these recordings are a good one because, like, we start it and finish it with a good thing. And we're trying to talk about good things throughout as well. But, like, that mm. moment is really grounding and I love doing that. I love that we still do that. I love that that's, like, persisted. And it's just nice, nice little excuse to, like, be happy yeah. about something. Mm-hmm. yeah and I think a, a big thing so obviously we're all in the northeast of England that's a big part of my work to keep that promotion like I'll, I don't know if I'll always stay up here but definitely to be a part of this yeah. scene um and we are quite we're all not we all bloody know each other we're quite <laughs> yeah. close like, I've realized this <laughs> it's, just like, oh, it's really weird everyone knows each other <laughs> and I think that is a big help to have a community in the Mm. arts for your mental health yeah well that's it like it wouldn't be good if you were just like 
doing it by yourself for yourself and you just kind of get stuck in an echo chamber that way i think mm-hmm. and um one of the I, I didn't use it um but one someone sent us this um one about about that about um bigging each other up you know mm. oh my god yeah. you've done that that's amazing or <laughs> oh I've got this job this job here um I'm gonna go for it but you should go for it too yeah like exactly oh, I've had so many conversations like that like at preview nights and stuff like that I'm like oh guys look at us and also like <laughs> we're we kind of in that because we get sent things like people sometimes people we don't really know as well like send us things like oh like your like you should apply to this funding or you should like mm-hmm like or here's a job or here's something to cover or like people just like giving us recommendations of where to go like it's just so nice to have this like network of people who actually care or it feels Mm. that way anyway and it's it feels quite authentic yeah which is what I want to like nurture because I have a feeling it's much more vicious uh, (laughs) elsewhere (laughs) but one of the you know how you were saying about it's fun until it's not like when is it not? And yeah. the one of the the stories on in the gallery was when someone was saying one of the stories. Sarah, it was. She was saying how she's getting jealous, like, and she's not a jealous person. She's not a malicious person. She wants people to succeed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've I've done that, and I'm like, I am not this person. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't project your stuff on someone else to be like, mm-hmm. ah, how dare they or how did they get that when you're like that's just a, a nastiness of like cloud of doom coming over you and you, that it's just another thing of talking about it and being mm-hmm. like I think you have to be like quite emotionally intelligent to be like a creative person or maybe it's because you're like emotionally intelligent that you are creative maybe I don't know which order it comes chicken and egg but like it's hard like you have to be able to do that if you're an artist like you have to be able to understand that like your work and like your work can't be compared to other people's work and Mm -hmm. therefore your life can't be compared to other people's lives and like and you have to keep yourself in check I think so like it's quite Mm -hmm. so what like considering like mental well-being like that's like quite taxing to be like that you have Mm -hmm. to be quite aware I feel (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we definitely. all have that to some degree, but like, and I think lo- like people in offices should also take a leaf out of that book because you oh, just don't toxic. need it. Yeah. Like it, it's minging. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work a lot in retail and hospitality and oh, and I was a big part of it too. Don't get us wrong, but the, the toxicity and the nastiness and, and it's because everyone's fucking miserable. Yeah. yeah, I literally came out of it and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm actually a happy person." I was horrible, <laughs> absolutely horrible. When I think back, mm-hmm. just like this toxic, horrible attitude of just like, "I don't want to be here," and that, and it's like, "Well, this is your bread and butter, love." Like, <laughs> yeah, tough. And tits. just coming out of it and being like, "All oh, right, I was miserable. That was it. All right, I get it now." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. It's about like finding something that you love to do, but then not letting that become the thing, the thing that yeah. turn the thing that makes you hate it again so it's once again that's what it's life balance is, it? <laughs> yeah it's like life and like wellness is always like a, a tightrope walk yeah. yeah always at it exactly it's a lifelong journey yeah so get comfortable stop <laughs> that's that's honestly it's like stop fighting it and just like mm. you have to like roll with the punches <laughs> go with it yeah yeah uh, go with big- the flow 
Uh, another, as it's World Mental Health Day today, as we're recording this. Yes, happy World Mental Health Day, yeah. guys. I think yeah. a, a big thing. So I work with a lot of women. Um, Ooh, a lot love of women. Um, non-binary and all that beautifulness. And we are a group. I can talk to you. How are we talking now? Um, I'll be like, oh, how's your day going? Oh, not very good. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. Um, and we are a lot of, lot of women and other other people in the arts um in the northeast especially you know we're a big mm. female gang basically <laughs> Girl gang. Um, but a, a big thing in just mental health in general is men just do not talk about their mental health at yes. all mm. and that i think that includes in the arts too yeah it will reflective in the show because there's only one two male? two two Oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I'm thinking about yeah. it. But, like, I mean, out of how many submissions, that's quite shockingly low. And I'm so glad that they did submit their thoughts to the project because mm-hmm. I loved what they had to say. And, yes, it's all this toxic masculinity floating about. <laughs> yeah, it's a point of view you don't you don't get, like... Yeah, and I'd love to talk about specifically, like, a northern older man like mm-hmm. that group i feel have a lot bottled up <laughs> i don't know mm. they need like they need their kids to be like over a beer or something <laughs> just be like hey dad what's up <laughs> you know just a little check-in because <laughs> they're just i don't know it's really concerning like i feel oh, i don't want to go here but like i was looking at like suicide statistics over lockdown and like young men i feel like are just in danger like mm-hmm. it's scary it's the single like biggest killer from yeah. men under 50 mm-hmm. and that's that's mental horrifying really that scary you don't think that you can talk to someone it's just mm-hmm. and i think mental health yeah definitely like people get medication talk to people people have depression but it's like people do have serious problems but people who just had really bad time Mm-hmm. And, you know, they mm-hmm. might not be clinically depressed, but, you know. But sometimes life is really, really hard. Yeah. And that's, like, not your fault. <laughs> it's just... And uh... I feel like it's people being let down. Like, people are being, seriously, these young men are being let down by society. Mm-hmm. And it what I think really unsettles me about it is that, in theory, like, on paper, this society is, like, totally geared towards young men. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who people want to employ and like you know stereotypically in this society like just looking at the the stats <laughs> yeah like it, the the white know. man is the top of the food chain and it's like well actually they're the ones who are probably it's almost more highly like, likely to kill themselves yeah and that's horrifying because then it's yeah. like what is it because i often say this about um i'm really in a true crime and i often say that it's like it's the same with like murder victims because most murder victims are female there's nothing inherently feminine about being a murder victim like it's mm-hmm. not be- you know it's not a feminine trait it's not a woman's fault it's like obviously it seems so like obvious to say but it's like there's nothing that makes in that same vein there's nothing that makes men who are usually the perpetrators there's mm-hmm. nothing that makes them more likely to be a murderer it's just society you know what i mean like there's nothing masculine there's no masculine trait that makes you more likely 
to kill someone in the same way there's no mm. feminine trait that you're going to be a murder victim it's like society is failing us and I think it's that's just massive misogyny <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly but it's clearly not working for the men either because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be killing themselves oh and it's just horrible i just wanted to mention it because i think um especially in my work i do a lot about women that's just my yeah that is my my bag um and they don't get they don't get a lot of attention when it comes to mental health and stuff like that it seems like this is the one thing that the female artist is built for like we can talk Mm -hmm. about this shit until the cows come home Mm -hmm. and make loads (laughs) of cool projects happen (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's it i guess it's about talking about it like destigmatizing it and then just getting you know more people into conversations about it because at the end of the day everyone will just feel a bit better exactly that's the best bit like something can happen because of it like I often say, like, if you were to, like, take this project literally, right, as, like, matchsticks and being burnt out, like, don't think about yourself as being a matchstick. Think about yourself as you are the box of matches. So you, as you go through life, you kind of strike in these matches and they're going to burn out and that's inevitable and that's okay. But you can always, like, it's almost like, well, use that match to light your way until you find the next match. You see what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, don't beat yourself up that the burnout happened. Just like yeah. to make something happen because of it. And even that thing might not even be visible. It could just be like staying hydrated. You know what I mean? Like just a little act of self-care like that. Like I'm going to treat myself a bit better and I'm going to, you know, go for a walk every week or something. Just little things. But like, and then hopefully the memento of that, like the momentum of that, sorry, can like build into doing something productive and then it was kind of like well that's how I get through I think just like yeah making things happen like a bad thing happened and that's all right bad things happen and I can I can do something with that now my story I I did one on the on the page and it was basically just you don't have to have a full day like if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it like Mm -hmm. you have a luxury in a way to be like okay, this day is not going the way I am. My head's all messed up. Like, I'm just feeling down. Just take notes. Yeah. You know, maybe write an email to someone if you need to. Like, just slowly, especially in this time, like, what's happening and, and the unsurety and the, and the just a mess of this world. <laughs> um, Just just chill out you don't need to have these massive full-on days where you're like i've got to get it all in if i'm not going to do it like uh, i'm gonna miss out on this chance it's like just you gotta just breathe do little Mm. little baby steps is fine too that's it that's spot on i think that's part of like um what's it called like grind culture and like always on that grind i'm always i'm always doing stuff and at the same time like kind of with art and stuff it's just sometimes you don't want to have to monetize your interests and your passions Mm -hmm. but it's kind of the done thing at the moment it's like if you don't have um like 18 hours of productivity per day (laughs) then you're just like what are you even doing yeah, that whole thing of like, if you're going to read a book for pleasure, it might as well be something super useful to your life. And like, if you're yeah. going to have a hobby, it should be like applicable for your CV and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When all you really want to do is watch crap on Netflix. Yeah. 
and like doodle yeah, coloring. Which I do. <laughs> yeah. I bought a, a sewing thing at the beginning of uh, lockdown. I was like, I am going to be creative. <laughs> it's never ever been touched. It's just not my. I don't. I can't do it. I'm not that type of person. No, nah, I'm not. Sorry. I don't even draw anymore. <laughs> like, um, I, uh, I can't. Like that to me is just. It's just not fun. I'd rather just watch like selling sunset on Netflix. <gasps> that was a good, <laughs> a good quarantine time. Yeah. <laughs> Love my trash TV. That's very, oh. very important. I've said this before on the podcast, I think. If I'm going to watch TV, it has to be like really good or real, real, not like nothing, you know, like yeah. absolute void. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Sometimes you need that. Just like a little little break to get some headspace. Totally. Because it's in those breaks that some, that's where inspiration hits sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's but absolutely that's what you said like your piece your like voice recording Michaela was like I, I appreciated it because it's taken me literally years to realize that I can have a day off yeah if I if I want to <laughs> and it's also taken me years to realize that if I'm not having a good mental health day I can take a sick day because it's it's weird when you're own you're your own boss because mm-hmm. like if I was working for someone else and I felt poorly I'd just ask for the day off and it would be fine. And they'd probably say yes. Of course they'd say yes, you know. Mm-hmm. But because I'm my own boss, I'm like, I'm really hard on myself. And that's a, that's been a big problem. So yeah, like actually respecting myself enough to give myself a sick day. Big step. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. all right. Sometimes it's all right if you work two days, like in a week. Sometimes some weeks are like that. Because other weeks you work like full day, like full days, seven days a week. Like, you know, it's it's overwhelming like it comes in yeah. waves and then you have troughs and peaks and all <laughs> the rest and it's i started doing the weird arm movements again that i do when i record <laughs> and i'm like trying to grab on thoughts yeah so yeah i think that's been like it's really hard to balance when you know when work comes in so sporadically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely yeah. <laughs> gotta take it as it comes it's good fun it's got you've got yeah. to remind yourself that this is kind of what makes it fun as well yeah mm-hmm. it's part of it isn't it yeah and like and i wouldn't have it any other way really in like, the do I, would i want to work at a nine to five office hell no no and like people who can do that fair enough but it's i couldn't even me. do like retail hospitality and that i was i was always ill um i never could go by the rules <laughs> ever like, born no, rebel this is like i'm not like i sound like i am just a, a loser who goes by with yes i'll do that <laughs> but just like you've got to wear the shirt this way no one no who i cares, don't man. <laughs> and that is like that is probably the best part of it like just being your own boss and being like um i can do this today i can go and and a normal day, not in this horrible lockdown, I can go have a meeting with someone over there and then I'll meet yeah. a friend and then I'll go to this art opening and then I'll do a studio visit and then I'll write a application form and I'll cry my eyes out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, the amazingness of it too. Like I know we're talking about our because of what the show's about, um, but that's the incredible part of it too, having the freedom of doing it. Yeah. And maybe just a big thing that i would love to say for the exhibition the podcast and that take a step back and be like wow like this is amazing we can do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. every day like we are not in i am not 
I haven't got 17 children I've got to take care of. I'm not homeless. <laughs> I'm not on a war-torn zone thing, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're in a loving relationship with a cute dog. Yeah, I've got me got me two fellas who I love very dearly. And one is a dog, <laughs> one is a human. <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds. Yeah. And a big thing about mental health, too, is just remember, like, it's pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't always like, think of the it, bad stuff. Take the good as it comes because yeah. you, you can't have bad without good. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. another thing, just I know I'm waffling and rambling now. Is oh no, please, it's what when, it's about. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't use social media and social, but when people put like stuff on social media, like oh, I got this this thing, go into their boxes here, fucking congratulations, like you mm-hmm. know, big up everyone, like because yeah. it's hard. It's really hard. And when someone's like, oh, I'm feeling down, and it depends who you talk to, because some people like to put themselves out there, talk to them. Yeah. Just say, I, I know exactly how you feel. It's shit. It's horrible not getting jobs and uh, not getting what you want. And just talk to people. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the arts, obviously, especially. Like, we, we, we need each other, because if not, it's very lonely. And you just don't want to be alone think of each other it's like we're all colleagues except we don't have an office you know like and we're not really doing the same deadlines but Mm. like you guys are my peers and I want to like I compare myself to you guys but I also want you I want to be able to support you as well yeah Mm -hmm. and it it literally just wouldn't be fun without everyone else there yeah (laughs) it really wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) and if the money goes well like we only have each other so yeah we're gonna have to club together real hard yeah <laughs> oh well i think that's quite a nice nice place to end this yeah. that was like a good like very uplifting conversation so. there guys because <laughs> i feel like we went to a really dark place so i no, really I hope we could take it back <laughs> yeah <laughs> but hey it's what's all about it's world mental health day gotta talk about it yeah, yeah. normalize it difficult conversations hopefully easy with yeah. friends people listen to it and be like oh that was nice not what the fuck they talking about yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think that's probably what we'll hope for every single episode yeah. like, God, i hope someone liked it <laughs> welcome to our world michaela <laughs> oh well before we go on to talk about um we're good stuff and that is there anything about pink collar gallery or the show that you want to shout about but we haven't talked about yet uh, i would just like to say thanks to rosie for saying yes could have easily oh. not wanted it <laughs> and <laughs> it's just nice that um as much as we haven't been face to face weren't we yeah so yeah, it has i'm been glad really you nice, liked really it easy i hope i wasn't because i am famously bad at like picking up messages and stuff so i hope that was okay <laughs> oh, no, i'm the same i'm just a bit like uh. and it's just That's been why a bit of a shitty time but uh, um <laughs> i'm always looking for people um ideas and stuff I am not a, I am not a, what's the word? Can't think of the word. Like, it's mine. I'm not that person. <laughs> yeah, you're not I'm a always, gatekeeper. You're like, yeah. it's I always want to collaborate and talk to people. And so if anyone listens to this and thinks, oh, that might be a space for me, get in contact. Um, well, I would absolutely recommend because having worked with you, it was really enjoyable and it felt really low key, like as an anxious person. Mm-hmm. I did not feel anxious because Good. your demeanor is just so. Well, there's lovely. no point of being an <laughs> arsehole, is there? 
Thank you, though. Regardless, some people don't seem to see it that way. <laughs> so how do people get in touch with you if they have a show that they might want to collab on? Um, I'm on Instagram, Pink Collar Gallery. And my email address is just pink collar. What is it? Oh, pink collar gallery at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> it's a very new gallery, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, um, make Kayla Weatherall uh, on Instagram and all that stuff. Yes. We'll have all the social links and everything like that on the post for this episode on our website. Um, before we tell you what our website is, we'd like to end episodes by, again, we could either say something like good or cool or like something generally uplifting or like specifically talk about something that we're looking forward to, maybe. Um, something I'm looking forward to uh, is tomorrow. Um, I'm getting up early on my bike to go for... Um, there's this place, I think it's called pablo eggs go bow it's like a weird name it's like this place on chili road where they're only open for breakfast um from like 8 till 11 30 and it's kind of like you know, like like chinese kind of bow bun <gasps> things yeah. like that but with breakfast foods in them oh. and it looks delightful so i'm cycling out of town at like nine o'clock tomorrow morning to get me some of that so i'm very excited is that can that be essential travel? Because I'm gonna need to uh, <laughs> hop on a metro for that. <laughs> I'll send you a photo, Rosie, when I get one, please. I'll live vicariously through you for as it. always. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'll give you some tasting notes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, Michaela, you, you got anything? Well, I only go out the house for work two days a mm. week, <laughs> so I don't really go anywhere. I haven't been in a restaurant or anything for a very long time in over here so what am i looking for i'm looking forward to my tea tonight i'll say that oh i love that stevie's bacon duck and i don't think i've ever had duck (gasps) before so we're gonna have a lovely what lovely fancy meal with prosecco and red wine and just have a nice night in date night that's gorgeous delightful (laughs) oh amazing (laughs) very nice rosie what are you looking forward to well I have another art opportunity to offer. So this is a reward for the people that stayed to the very end of the episode. (laughs) Um, So I work at a zero waste shop in Tymouth called By the Kilo. And it's run by Jackie Sewell, who is a local artist. I love Jackie. And she is so cool. Best boss ever. Yeah, (laughs) And I want to just give them a shout out generally because a big part of having mental health issues is like stress around work I think and like being able like having a work that like gets it and working it by the kilo has been a godsend they are just it's a lovely little business and I'm just so glad I get to be a part of it so the thing is when you run a shop run when a shop run by artists tends to be quite a creative place and because lockdown's been very taxing I think on everyone to say the very least uh we want to provide like an opportunity for people to kind of express themselves creatively or just have something to look forward to or just like a little something to brighten up their day so we're putting on an art show everyone's invited the so you can do absolutely anything you like all mediums welcome it can be photography drawing painting collage you name it like I think we're getting some like textile submissions the only uh, requirement is that it's five by five inches so anything you want within that five by five inches 
uh you can pop into the shop and get a bit of cardboard because we just we're trying to do it like you know if you have any recycled materials that's amazing and you can like use that as your canvas or whatever because we are a sustainability eco shop but anything's welcome and the deadline is the 28th it's the 27th or the 28th of this month so we've got a couple of weeks but it should be dead good i'm really excited we've had loads of submissions already and like we've only had it like we only had we announced it like a week or two ago so it's really exciting to have like because we have to have submissions coming in envelopes so that we can like open it in like three days or whenever the virus might have worn off to make it COVID safe or whatever. <laughs> but so it's going to be real fun. It's going to be real fun. I haven't seen lots of the art yet, but what we have got so far has been amazing. Like we've had some like quote unquote proper artists join in, <laughs> but like everyone's an artist if you make art. So, you know, we're trying to get like people of all ages involved i'm getting my like 80 something year old granddad involved and our youngest Aww. entry is like four i think oh my god so it's gonna it's like a proper community project and i hope it's gonna like really reflect the community so get involved um follow them on instagram and that's probably the best way to get in touch if you have any questions about the exhibition what's the the at on instagram i think it's at I want to say it's by the kilo, but I'm gonna. I'm sure there's some dashes in there. I'm just gonna look it up okay. for you. It's by underscore the underscore kilo. Thanks, Michaela. There we go. <laughs> Doing my job for me. I've literally worked there from day one, and I still don't know their Instagram. I Lol. just <laughs> my phone was quicker. That was all. <laughs> and your brain. <laughs> oh, well, great! Well, everyone who's listening, definitely check that out. Um, if you want to find us on social media and all all that good stuff, we're at Hey Art What's Good on Instagram and Twitter, and we've got a website, HeyArtWhat'sGood.com. If you've got any thoughts or recommendations, you can always send me an email, HeyArtWhat'sGood at gmail.com. Yeah, and that's everything I think. Yeah, and please do get in touch. We we'll love love a good recommendation. Come on for a chat. You know, whatever. We are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again so much, Michaela. So for always a coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you for putting on my show. Oh, I'm dead chuffed. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Good teamwork. Yeah, everyone needs to go check out that show. It's bloody mint, if oh. I do say so myself. <laughs> you do have to say that. You're with the artist and the curator right now, on record. So. <laughs> You're just like, it's shite. <laughs> <laughs> it's crap, and then end episode. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you, everyone, for having a listen. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. And look after yourselves. Look after your brain. And stay safe. (laughs) Bye. Bye.